Welcome everybody, it's talk time and we talking about black culture. I hope y'all ready to have this black and high vibrational conversation with me today. Thank y'all for tuning in and enjoy family. And we back. What's up, what's up, what's up? First of all, welcome as my first guest of black culture on talk time with China Doll. Appreciate you much just to give yes, you a little ma'am. background. We used to work together at Walmart. My man Dennis. So today we're gonna get into entrepreneurship. So first, just to let the people know where we coming from with it, go ahead and explain what type of business it is that you have and like break down for me like your journey as far as where your drive came from, like where your idea came from. Okay, so going from from the beginning, the the type of the type of of business I am in, I'm I'm into footwork. You know, selling selling shoes, selling accessories, anklets, purses, bags. You know, all all the good stuff. All the not not necessarily necessities, but you do need your you know you need your foot to look good. You need your ankle to look good. You need something around your shoulder, a nice shoulder piece. So my my journey actually started about two years ago. Um, I was I was working at at a car lot. Uh, we won't name the car lot, but I was there. I was there for years and years and years. And I've I've always been you know fascinated with shoes, uh, tennis shoes, boots, dress shoes. I always had a thing for shoes. And I would always get compliments on my on my shoes. And so, you know, while I was there at the car lot, I I, I knew I wanted to go into business for myself one day, but I just didn't know what I wanted to do. And, you know, as as I'm as I'm thinking and I'm thinking and I'm thinking time going by. And it was it was kind of one of those things that is like it's it's right there in your face if you just slow down. Because it, it never it never registered in my mind, hey, you always getting compliments on your shoes. Why don't you just sell shoes? You know, you love shoes. You're getting compliments on your shoes. It only made sense. And so for me, taking that passion and, and making it a, a business only made sense. But again, it for me, it felt like I had to slow down because, you know, you can you can be moving so fast trying to think of something and think of something and think of something and the whole time is right in your face. And I like what you said when you said if you slow down, it's right in your face. Like I feel like that go over so many people's head because everybody is moving like it's just a race. Like mm-hmm. everybody trying to get to the bag, everybody chasing the bag, and it's like you done ran right past it. And the whole the whole the whole thing about you know getting to the bag is you have to secure yourself because you are the bag, not necessarily what you do for a living or, or or how much you make. You are the bag, so you have to secure yourself first and let the pieces fall where they may. God got on here dropping gems. He said you are the bag, black culture. You are. You definitely are. What's the name of your business? You gotta give it. You gotta give it the whole shout out. You done said what you offer. Now what's the name? Where can where can people find you? So we can be found on famousamusfootwear.net. And you can also, for anybody that's local to Southeast Missouri, 
or if you visit the Southeast Missouri, wherever you're coming from, you can always come and see me. 301 North Lorton Street, Clarkton, Missouri. I'm here Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. I'm here. I felt that. So you said Monday through Saturday, 9 to 6. Monday so through Saturday. Is you is that your way of telling me like you done with the, with being an employee? Like you done decided to like dive all in and 100% dedicated? Yeah, I I feel like it's it's that time. It's, it's definitely it. that time. It most definitely is, man. It most definitely is. We done had more than one conversation about this. Like the effort that you give these employers, like if you just took the time out for yourself and invested that into yourself, man, it's amazing. It is. It is. Like. Oh man, I gotta tell you because I had came. I did this free um, master class right on like how to start um, a apparel business, and dude gave like some good apps pretty much to use to like get Shopify pages set up. Um, he gave this real good website. I for sure wanted to tell you about. It's called um, Broll dot io okay and it's pretty much like for the people who don't want to be on social media like me like you you know i already told you that i really don't want to (laughs) be a content creator like i just have a passion for what i have a passion for but anybody any entrepreneur knows that you need that social media outlet to be able to reach everybody that you possibly can right so bro.io is a website pretty much where you can find people who you can send your products to or give them a concept for content and they will create it for you like with their face you know what i'm saying but it's still your product it's still your work and you can post that on your page and that's gonna keep your engagement up okay now is this a is this a uh is this a free app yeah, most well, it's so you gonna of, of course, you know what I'm saying? Everybody, everybody hands got to get greased. So, the people who is making the content, of course, you're gonna have to pay them for making that content for you, but that's an investment in yourself within your business. And it don't correct, you can keep it, you know what I'm saying? You can pay for whatever you want to pay for. The cheapest one's gonna be like from 50 to 100 dollars. Okay, but you're paying for advertising, so yeah, that, that comes with it. Most definitely. And I feel like that's most definitely something that everybody, no matter what you're selling, no matter what it is that you're doing, like, that's something good to have. Because like you said, you are in more of a apparel field. So imagine sending your stuff to somebody and they trying it on and testing it out and pretty much doing like reviews or they can just make like different types of content for whatever it is that you need really that's gold that was that was a good ass like gem to drop on here and then you know you done already put me on so many different things like I most definitely had to tell you so where do you feel like black people mess up when it comes to 
the dreams that they have for themselves. Like, where do you feel like as black people we tend to lack? I I think that a lot of times we get caught up in in a competition, not not realizing that if you if you wake up and do more to the tomorrow than you did yesterday, the only competition is you. You yeah. can't, you know, you can't, you can't put your business and where you are to, you know, you can't compare that to the next person because, yeah. you know, every, everybody's journey is different. Everybody's timing is different. And I feel like, you know, a lot of times we give up too quick because, you know, you, you, you never know where your name or your business is being mentioned. You don't know if you are, you know, one sale away, one connection away, one day away from from being where you want to be. And and a lot of times, especially with, you know, black and brown people is we feel like sometimes we can feel like it's owed to us to to have success and it's owed to us that we have success quickly. But that's not always the case. And I always say this that you you know, you can't cheat the grind. You can't. Man, what? You can't. It's it's no way around it. You can't shortcut it. You can't cheat the grind. And and sometimes, you know, they that grind take longer for, for different people. So a lot of times we get caught up in, man, I see I see such and such doing this and then doing that, but the whole time is you know, you have to you have to compete with yourself. Especially when it's people you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially when it's people you know. Because I feel like you can see somebody that you don't know and they can have a successful business and people look at that like it's so inspiring. Like, man, I can't wait till I get there. But it's like when it's somebody you know, it's like, man, they they doing this and they already, you know what I'm saying? Like that crab in a bucket mindset. Oh, yeah when it's like maybe if you would support that person you know what I'm saying you never know what could come back your way 10 times over people got to get out of competition and get more into collaboration the comments and they may be getting the shares and then you know if you just looking at that you could think like man I should be I should be there I should be ahead of that no, you are where you're supposed to be, given the work that you put in. Yeah. And I feel like some black and brown people don't really give people they credit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When you've never really had anything successful go on, you don't really know how much work it took to get it. Like you see the social media, but you're not seeing the behind closed doors. Like it's so much more that go into starting a business, having a business, and running that business. Correct. So, like, what is it that you feel like people with that mindset should keep in mind? Like, so one thing that you have to keep in mind is your your first three years are your that's your your learning curve. That's you you gonna make all the mistakes. You know, you you have to allow yourself to make mistakes. And also along the way, you have to celebrate small victories. 
whether that's financial, whether that's, you know, getting something done for your business, whether that's getting more product, you know, whatever that looks like for you, you have to celebrate small victories. And then you, you have to allow yourself that learning curve because a lot of times, you know, when we mess up, it's, it's kind of like the end of the world. No, it's not. That's you supposed to mess up. You, you know, a lot of times, you know, with, with, with people that's doing their own, own business, Versus people that that or just start a job, it's like okay, if you just start a job and you mess up, you will give yourself time to mess up for somebody else, but you don't want to allow yourself time to learn and mess up on your own. Yeah, but you have to, especially if you're doing something that nobody around you is doing, because you have nobody that that you can you can go to and ask. You know, you have to do further research to get guidance and get answers. And, and you know so you have to give yourself that that learning curve and and keep in mind that your first three years are, are your m- most crucial years because a lot of people will give up within that first year or two so if you make it to year three then you know you 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 have to give yourself a round of applause for making it to year three because a lot of people don't even give themselves that long man that's that's dope to even like know that because i feel like me as a person, I feel like me being a black person in business, like just starting out, like really still in my planning stages, I feel like the one thing I mess up on is like over planning mm-hmm. because my fear is, man, I'm not trying to start this and quit. So it's like I'm really trying to. And it's crazy because it's like, I feel like I'm trying to do exactly what you said not do. Like, I'm, I'm really trying to cheat the grind and kind of like learn as much <laughs> as I can before I get it going. That way, once I get it going, ain't no stopping. Uh-huh. And, and I and- feel like that's what's making it okay in my mind. But it's like, I'm really just prolonging shit just because. The The best thing I can tell you on that, because I thought that, I thought that too. But I will say this. I thought that while I was working at the car lot, you know, I was thinking, you know, as I was moving up in the ranks, I was like, you know, I want to learn as much as I can before I take this position. And then this position, it it wasn't until I started working for myself until I I figured the best thing to do is start. You're going to learn on the way anyway. So just start it. Because you can always get the answers. But it's better to go ahead and build that foundation because if you build it, they'll come. Whatever you build it, the people will eventually come. But, you know, that's again, that's part of your learning curve. Just go ahead and get it started and learn as much as you can while you're on that journey. But the best thing that you can do is get it started. I know you, you'll see you'll see people that will make an argument against that. But why not start? The only thing, the only reason that you would have to not start is fear. Mm-hmm. And you, gotta I feel let, like, you, you gotta let your faith be bigger than your fears you have to because it really don't even be fear of failing so much I feel like it be fear of damn what if I do it and actually do it mm-hmm. like it's really that fear of success that I feel like kind of hold people back when it's like you should 
if it's something that you are confident and that you know you can do, then why be scared of that? Right. Like, is I feel like that go all the way back to school. Like, you know how it is when you in English and you got to do that popcorn <laughs> reading. Niggas love picking on the way that can't read. <laughs> but it's like when the teacher trying to be petty because you ain't paying attention, but you know you can read fluently. You don't care when they call your name because I I know I can read. Right. So it, it should be the same thing with your business. Like it's just really getting over that fear of getting what you want. And and I do agree with you. I agree with you one hundred percent. Like that's crucial. And I feel like I'm just now to the point to where like I'm realizing that like that I actually do have the knowledge to start my business. Like I have enough knowledge to start. I don't have to know every single thing before I start. Yeah, and and that's that's something that, you know, it it happens, but that feeling you 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 will fight that feeling a lot. And again, the best thing that you can do is start it. You know, go ahead and lay that foundation, get your name out. And I I this is what I think. I think, you know, a lot of times we will we'll we'll have the wrong people in our ear. Yeah. And that that is the what? worst thing that you could that, that you could have, especially when you just started, because, you know, if you if you are listening to the wrong person, then that that will deteriorate you. That will that will make you want to give up, you know, quicker than anything, because now you you already you are already on the fence. And then when, within your first three years, of course, it's so easy to give up because you're not turning a lot of profit in your first three years so on top of not making a lot of money not getting a lot of exposure now you got the wrong person in your ear when the best thing that you could do is find somebody that's giving you sound advice whatever that advice looks like because you know you need to hear somebody that that's telling you what you need to hear versus you know and somebody that's in the same field as you could be doing it and having success and you know that may not work for you yeah because you know different things work for different people so although you may see somebody in your field that's having success then that their success may not be set up for you man man that that makes so much sense because it's like but this the thing when it comes to getting advice i feel like you got to when it comes to getting advice you got to take what resonates with you Mm-hmm. and you just gotta leave the rest like even with you like with us talking right now you like your first three years is your learning curve like I took that because it's like I'm sitting here trying to learn everything I can before I get started and the first three years you know what I'm saying it's gonna be a nothing but a learning process anyway no matter how much I actually know about what I want to do. Mm-hmm. If you didn't, if you have never had a business, of course you're gonna have to learn how to run your business. 
You are. You are. So and it, and it it comes. It, it'll 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 all come to you. Um it, but it, it, it takes time, you know. You 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 can't you can't wake up and and you know and it just be there. You have to you also have to be ready for that success. Mm-hmm. A lot of you know, a lot of people are ready for the success, but they're not prepared to put in the work. Most definitely. Like they they want it, but they not they don't want to put the work in. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot of the problem because when you at work and it ain't your business, if you get up and you go and you feel like you don't feel like doing too much today, you ain't got to because it ain't your business. Right. But when it's yours, it ain't nobody's responsibility to do it but you. And that's that's twenty four seven, seven days a week. Most definitely. So do like how do you feel like you balance like when you was working, how were you balancing both? You know what I'm saying? For the people who still have to work and try to start their business or also be doing their business on the side. So for me, my balance was this. I understood what the job was. I understood Hey, let me let me get this money from from this employer so I can better my business. I accepted that job for what it was. You know, this is what this job is going to be. I'm going to take the money from this job and I'm invested in myself. I can't I can't give this job more than I'm giving myself. So if I'm going to give this job 100 percent, I'm going to give myself 120 percent. Mm-hmm. You know, and even 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 while I was there at that job, you know, mentally, I'm I'm doing work for myself. I'm coming up with with marketing plans. I'm coming up with, you know, budgets. I'm, I'm thinking about, you know, what can I do to, to better elevate my business? How can I be, you know, better customer service oriented? How can I better the relationships with, with the people in my community to help build my brand? So although, you know, you may physically be at another job, you can still mentally be on your own clock. Mm-hmm. So that's that's how I navigated that. I understood that, hey, I have to get this job done here because this is what they this is what they hired me for. This is what I'm getting paid to do. However, I'm still going to be working for myself, whether that's mentally, whether that's, you know, taking a break and, and checking something on my phone. Because, you know, when you're working for yourself, you are your own marketing department. You are your own HR. You are everything for yourself. So you have to be that 24-7, especially when you're getting started. Because you can't work one day hard for yourself and think, you know, you did enough. Most definitely. It's like when you when you at a moment where you feel like, okay, that's enough. Like, I feel like you have to have that mentality that uh, I can go a little harder. Like, if I did that, I can do a little more. hmm But I feel like a big problem with that, too, is like you said, like, having the wrong people in your ear. Like, 
You can call somebody and be excited. Like, man, I did this today for the business. I did this. I did this. I think I'm going to chill back and take a break. You got, you know, them people in your ear going to be like, yeah, you deserve a break. Like, yeah, you should chill. But, you know, these are people with employee mindsets to where their, their minds are set to believe that when you work, you should get a break. Mm-hmm. You are absolutely right. And it's like, no, like, you need people in your ear, like, well, is there anything else you could have did? Like, so what all, what else you got to do? You might as well squeeze a little bit of that in. And then, you know, maybe you can pick up tomorrow, get you some rest after that, get you another hour in or something like that. Yes, I, I definitely do agree. I, I do agree that you do need you do need people in your life that you know that will that will keep pushing you because you know it's it's tiring it's mentally tiring it's physically tiring so you definitely do need people in your in your life and in your ear you know putting that bug in your ear like hey what's what's next or what you know what what do you have planned is it is it anything I can help you with but you know, you also you you have to have that in you, yeah. Because if you if you don't, and then you're looking for somebody to put that in you, it won't work. It won't work. And also for me, I had to have tunnel vision. So when I was getting off of 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 the the nine to five job, I was coming home early in the morning and and you know getting my stuff done. And and sometimes it would be from the time I got off until it was almost time to go in. I but you know you you so caught up in hey i gotta get this done that you know the outside world is kind of like irrelevant in a mm-hmm. way because you so focused on what you have to get done that you almost become obsessed with it and i feel like when you just said like you gotta have that in you like i took that because i feel like how like how my social medias are set up, like I got a lot of business coaches, I got a lot of millionaires, you know what I'm saying? And of course, they're all focused on building their brand. So their whole thing is, oh, like it would help to have like an accountability partner, like somebody who you can call on them days where you just like, man, I'm probably going to do this and this and be done. Like, I ain't feeling it today nothing like you, you you're right i feel like that got me feeling like man what i ain't gonna say yeah i do at this point i feel like that is something i have been feeling like i want like a accountability partner like just somebody just another entrepreneur i could call just to give me that like shit if you want it you better do it like i ain't even saying I'm expecting somebody to hold my hand, but just that extra push. Right. It's always good to have a partner. Um, it was, I had, I had two friends. Um, they, they started, they started business before I did. And, you know, it kind of just, like I said, if it's not in you, it's, you know, you, you, you want somebody to put that in you. And if you don't have the right people around you, it just won't work. And needless to say, you know, both of them then kind of phased out and gave up. I, you know, I, I tried, I tried to help as much as I could, but you know, if you, 
a made up mind is hard to to unconvince because you know if if you already got it in your mind that hey this is not working anymore I'm gonna give up, your mind is already made up, and so again like it, it has to be in you. But let me let me ask you this though: Do you think you have to have been a good worker before you could be a good leader? Most definitely. I believe that 100% simply because I feel like if you don't know how it feels to do the work, you can't tell nobody else how to do it or how to feel when they do it. And not only that, I don't feel like you're going to know how to treat the people who are doing the work as mm-hmm. a leader. I, I, I agree. I do agree. And, you know, a, a lot of times, a lot of times we will we'll start a business, but a, a lot of us weren't even good workers. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and so, again, it goes back to if you cheat the grind, what, whatever the grind may be, whether it's working for somebody else, working for yourself, it's 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 easier to give up if you've never been a good worker because you don't even know you don't know what it looks like. So on the on if you're working for somebody else and you know if you tired you call in you know you just don't go or you leave early, just think about how easier that is to do for yourself because you don't have to you don't have to ask anybody you don't have to let anybody know you just don't get any work done that day, and then one day of slacking leads to two days two days lead to three, and then before you know it time then passed and that's when you feel like you're behind. Because you thought you could just catch up on all those days in one day, and it don't work like that. I just did that. Oh God, with this podcast, like I had <laughs> got to a point where I was like, "Man, I feel like I need a break." And that's what that's what I'm saying. Everybody's just like, "Okay, like yeah, yeah, like I see you getting overwhelmed. Like it's okay to take a break." And I feel like that was a moment where I feel like I needed that that reminder like you did this for a reason you started this for a reason so how you gonna say you need a break like right ain't no breaks but i i I can say this though sometimes a break is it's not necessarily not getting any work done it's a difference between you know you can you can you can you can take a break and still be productive doing your doing getting your business done you know sometimes i think we 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 think taking a break is always meaning i'm just not going to get any work done or i'm just not going to be productive sometimes taking a break means let me step away from this particular thing and get something else productive done sometimes that's taking a break as well most definitely Especially on those days where you feeling like it's hard to balance both. Like if you got other, like with me being a working single parent while also beginning entrepreneurship, like it does get very overwhelming. So it's like once you get out of that tunnel vision, because like you said, there is points in time where you will just strictly go straight into tunnel vision. And it's like, as a mother, you kind of got to realize like, wait a minute, it's a world outside of this. Mm -hmm. I know I'm doing this 
to get us farther, but I still have to, like, it's just so much pressure when it comes to doing what everybody else needs that I feel like that's the most overwhelming thing of all because it's like as a mother you don't want to feel like you're not spending as much time with your kids as you want to or you're not being the parent that you could be because you've been at work and you had to come home and clean up and cook and put the baby to bed and it's like I still got to do my business and when you wake up you're tired because you probably done stayed up too long doing that and it's like it, it really can become a lot but like you said just because you taking a break don't mean you're not being productive and I Correct. just put that because I actually within my break from this podcast I did do a lot of business development I've done a lot of master classes I've talked to business coaches like I have still been about my business I just have not been active within it now let me let me ask you this though at what age do you think we should teach our kids about entrepreneurship um I feel like soon I would say Honestly, I'm going to probably start Zai probably in like fifth grade because I feel like by then, I, I think for me, how I think of a kid, like a kid's mindset, in which I can't speak for all people because I was always a more mature child. So, like, I just understood more. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like how I look at Zai, I feel like just as soon as I know you know how to multiply and divide, now now let me tell you how to go get some money. Right. And and I'm going to teach you how to multiply and divide that. And it's like, I feel like that's how I want to start her. So what, what age is fifth grade? Like 10? I think so. No. It, I think so. Like 10, yeah, that's a good age for me. I feel like your child is aware. I feel like a lot of people don't give their children enough credit. I know you, I know you don't even know what this is yet, but these are some options that can make you some money that you can start on your own. And you know, I feel like if you, if you, if you put that in a, in a, in a child's ear at a young age that that's so beneficial because I don't, I don't know about you, but you know, our school taught us like, Hey, you don't want to grow up and be uh, a plumber or you don't want to grow up and be one of the guys that collect trash. Not, not, you know, not putting in our heads that, Hey, if you, if you go get certified in being a plumber, you can start your own company and then you can, and then you can be making more than me telling you not to be a plumber. So I'm not saying that, you know, that should be a child's dream is to be a plumber by any means. But what I am saying is if you put it in their head that, hey, these are some things that you can learn as a trade and you can start your own business versus working for somebody else. This is just something for you to think about as you get older. Yeah. Man, most definitely, because I had a conversation with my nephew one day and I asked him. And he 11. I asked him, did he want to go to college? And he's like, no. 
I said, well, what you, what you want to do? And he, and it was, it blew my mind that he said it. Cause he was literally like, I want to be an entrepreneur. And I was like, DJ, do you know what an entrepreneur is? <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, yeah, you got your own business. I was like, so what would you want your business to be? And he was like, I don't know. And I was like, it don't matter. It don't even matter because it's going to come to you. It will. It as definitely as will. That's really what you want to do. And for him to be so young and already have said that, like, I know he mean it. You know what I'm saying? Everybody already knows. Kids are the most honest people on the world, on, like, on this planet. They are. So it's like, that was like a real powerful moment for me because I feel like my school pushed us so much into careers. Yep. Like that's, I feel like that's where the mind game come in. They, they preach so big on these high careers. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you can go be a lawyer. You can go be a doctor. You can go never once mentioning, Oh, if you a doctor, then you can start your own practice. Or oh, if you a lawyer, you can start your own practice. It was it was always that employee mindset. You were always working for somebody else. It was just that they were paying you enough money to live comfortably. If if we can be honest, the the the, the whole the whole school system is really training kids up to be employees. Most definitely. Because you know you you get in trouble if you if you go against the grain, which is what happens at work. You get in trouble if you go against the grain. You know, any if you have any pushback towards the teacher, you get sent to the principal's office. It's it's just like if you if you have any pushback against your your shift leader or your manager, you know, it goes above that. So it's they, they don't teach you a lot of entrepreneurship in school. They teach you and train you on how to be an employee. Most definitely, because the whole thing about school is learning to listen to somebody else and follow directions, and that's that's it. They're, they're, like those are the only options. There, I feel like they literally teach you: if you don't listen, then bad things are going to happen. And that's how the school system is set. Like that's how they have it set up. They definitely do. And I, I think that, you know, for, for black and brown people, we have to we have to get out of the mindset of I want to give my child the things that I didn't have, meaning materialistic stuff. Or I wanna I wanna spoil my child and give them toys and, and buy them shoes. No, give them knowledge, give them options Man. that you didn't have. Give them the knowledge that you didn't learn until you got grown. Or whatever the case may be, don't don't just spoil them with with stuff that that's not going to be beneficial. And that's so true, because it's like people don't understand the the parents who work so hard to leave their children these material things, like they don't understand the knowledge that you left them with will carry them throughout the rest of their life without you. None of us are going to be here forever. You're not going to be able to, as bad as a mother, as I want to just live forever and be able to hold my baby hand through everything she could ever possibly go through. I'm just simply not going to be here for that always. And, and that's... I feel like that go more with me. Like even now, she only two. And I always tell people, I'm going to homeschool my daughter. 
simply because I don't feel like the things I've always said this. I ain't learned nothing in school. Right. That's where my friends was at. I wasn't listening to them white folks. Just as soon as I seen that they was on some bullshit and oh, you this teacher probably don't like me, so they picking on me and you ain't grading my papers right, you being too hard, you being too critical. I stopped listening. And I literally just did the work because I'm not a dummy. Like, I'm going to do the work and I'm going to pass these classes. But I tell people all the time, I graduated high school because I had to. I graduated right. high school to make my daddy proud just for him to see me walk across the stage. Even my whole moment of walking across the stage meant nothing to me. My daddy got my high school diploma. That don't mean nothing to me. And and I feel I feel the exact same way because they don't not only do they do they not teach critical thinking, but they in in, in a lot of schools, especially, you know, around this area, they don't even they don't even allow it. Because again, if you push back, then it's a problem. Mm-hmm. Or you know, if you if you challenge something that they said, it's a problem. No matter if you're right or wrong. Correct. Correct. And so I think, you know, as a as a as a parent, of course you want your kids to have good grades, but I feel like, you know, knowing the truth is more is more powerful than making good grades. You can be a C student but know, you know, the the truth beyond what they teaching you. And to me, I, I feel like that's more impactful on the future of your child than just making good grades. Because there's a lot of people that make good grades that beyond school, they, they have nothing to show for the good grades. Mm-hmm. I'm one of them. Graduated with honors. <laughs> and so, you know, <laughs> that it's, it's, as, but again, as a parent, you want your kids to make good grades. But I feel like you want your kids to make good grades in a selfish way. Yeah, because you want your kids to make good grades because you want to be proud. Mm-hmm. Now, if your if your kids is making C's and D's, but they have a, a entrepreneurial type business plan when they graduate, that'll that'll get them further than being a, a top of the top of the class, uh, you know, honor roll student, principal's honor roll. So, I mean, you know, you you, you have to kind of weigh the the good and the bad and you know the pros and the cons but you know it's it's all it's all the system and i feel like you know as as generations go by i think you know parents will parents will will kind of grow into that you know hey do you do you know anything outside of what they teaching you because if you right. do if you do then I'm more I'm more grateful and I'm more proud of you than you know you just making grades. Right. And I feel like what our parents like with the selfish mindset of why parents want their kids to make good grades, I feel like a lot of the reason our parents pressured us so much when it came to high school is because nine times out of ten they didn't even finish. Right. So you got them parents that's going to make you finish just because they didn't. And then you got the parents that's going to beg you to finish and just be like, just finish. I didn't even get that far. I feel like they were so caught up in thinking that maybe if I would have graduated, I would have had a better life or something like that. And it's kind of like, we are the products of, no, I did that. I tried that. I graduated and I, and I'm still not happy. So what I would say like for parents now is like, when you see your kids young with a dream, 
if you want to spoil them, pour into that. That's something right. they will never forget. And if I can, if I could touch on touch on that a little more, I also feel like, you know, in a, in a selfish way, they, you know, are of course, of course, your parents want what's best for you uh, most most of the time. But I, I I truly think that you know our parents wanted us to make good grades because they felt like that would get us a good job mm-hmm. working for somebody. And it's like when that's not what you want to do, that's not enough for you because mm-hmm. now we out of school and it's kind of like now what I ain't got nothing to impress you with no more. Right. Right. Because, you know, un- unfairly, unfairly, sometimes, you know, your your parents can, can place their fears onto you. Most definitely. It'll, it'll happen. And, you know, if you, if you, if you're not careful, that can, that can have a negative effect on you, but you know, if, if your mind is made up, hey, this is what I'm going to do. I know you may not like it, but this is my vision. You know, if you have that mindset, the best thing you can do is stick to it. Because your, your parents, if they if they love you, they'll always they'll always support you, whether you go against what they said or not. You know, your your vision is your vision. No, nobody see it but you. So if you if you if you, you know, walk in your purpose, your parents will eventually come around. They won't stay mad at you for long. Especially once they see your progress and how far you have success. Mm-hmm. Like they they will follow suit. But Dennis, this is gonna be the end of our very first segment of Black Culture. I appreciate you so much for coming and dropping those gems and also giving that advice that I personally needed. Talk time. We're gonna talk to y'all later. Yes, and Dennis, I, I, give them, I give them a quick shout out one more time for me. I thank you, Miss China, for having me on. I greatly appreciate it. Uh, it was definitely fun. This was my very first podcast. And remember, everybody out there shop with FamousFamousFootwear.net. And if you local, the address is 301 North Lorton Street, Clarkton, Missouri. Come and pull up. We having a party. All right, man. Appreciate you. I, I greatly appreciate it. No problem. If you are hearing me now, we are at the end of today's episode of Black Culture. I hope y'all enjoyed me today. Stay tuned in for more. And if anybody would like to reach out to me to make a donation to support this podcast or join me for an episode, you can follow the podcast on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at Black Culture The Brand. Stay black and high vibrational. I love y'all.